Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 137 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Fisher friends, not food. This is Chris. That's, that's, that's a tough call. I, uh, I do enjoy eating fish. Me too. Yeah, it's It tough. was a Finding Nemo quote that yeah. tangentially relates to sharks. I mean, I, guess, I get why those sharks are saying that, because they're in that like recovery program. Yes. But. What do they eat? Do they ever say what they are? They all vegetarian sharks. Ooh, that's a good question. They never really go into it. Because yeah, I, I think know. maybe the, kelp. Maybe kelp. That yeah. seems gross. Seaweed. I, I wouldn't rather eat a fish than that. <laughs> do you remember the? I think it's a DreamWorks movie, Shark Tale. Yes. That main character is a vegetarian shark. I think. Oh, so that's very similar. Yeah. Those two shark characters. Yeah. There was, I remember there was a while where Disney had a movie, and then. DreamWorks or some other types of animation. Yep. Like there was Bugs Life Ants. Yep. There was um, Shark Tale and Finding Nemo. There was Flushed Away. You ever? Yeah, oh, I that see. One? That's actually a really good and movie. Like Ratatouille. Because they're both uh, mouse inspired films oh, in okay. some, some way. Might be a stretch, that one. I yeah. don't know. But yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's a great call. It's always funny when that happens with movies where there's like two similar movies like competing to release at the same time yeah i remember a couple years ago it was white house down and olympus has fallen yep, was yep. the big one and there's a name for that but i forget what it is yeah i feel like there was something recently too but i um i forget i was actually just listening to a podcast and they were talking about how um do you remember the movie tombstone ever seen the movie tombstone? Wait, like the old western the old western movie tombstone? Y- yeah yeah so so originally um uh, kevin costner wanted to make a movie titled wyatt earp which uh, did get made. Uh, and then the Tombstone movie was being made too, and they were kind of like competing against each other to who can get produced and released first, and Tombstone got re- released first. And was probably more critically, uh, not really critically acclaimed, but um, made more money. Just did better. It yeah. just did better, yeah. And, and as time has gone on, people were like, oh, that's, that's a way better movie than I remember it being. But yeah, same, same thing right there, two very similar, uh, similar movies. It's funny when that happens. Yeah, I don't know what the name for it is. Someone does. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure someone's screaming at us right now, saying it is called fill in the blank. We appreciate you filling in the blank for us, uh, Chris. Anything new and exciting going on? Oh boy, uh, I tried to make some fried rice tonight. I, tr- I tried to make that before. I could never make it taste like a Chinese food fried rice. But Do you sesame oil? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. I don't know. There must be some secret ingredient I'm missing. It was pretty good. I like. I actually ate it. Sometimes I made it, and I'm like, this is gross. <laughs> but. Um, what do you, what, like veggies, still meat? Oh, pork? that's the other thing. I had, so this is like a last minute decision. I had like no actual fried rice things to put in it. So I only had rice and egg in it. Like I didn't have garlic. I didn't have onion, carrots. Oh, wow. I actually had a carrot, but I didn't feel like cutting it up. It was a real game time decision there. I think there were like some peas, but I also didn't feel like going to get them. You're not so, a peas guy though, are you? Oh, I love peas. I do you? Okay. I am I a peas, like I am a peas guy. You're a peas guy. Yeah. I'm surprised you you being my friend for so long didn't know I was a peas guy. I knew you weren't a celery guy. 
I'm in the right circumstance. <laughs> that's the thing. I know if it's like pasta salad, you'll pick it out of the pasta. Well, you just won't eat yeah, it. Yeah, so that, if it's going to be crunchy and something not crunchy, no thank you. Yeah. But like put a little peanut butter <laughs> on a celery stick, dip it in some ranch. I'm I'm there for that. Are you a uh, fan on ants on a log? I don't heard? like raisins. No, okay. Don't tell Lucy that, though. Oh, oh no. She loves her. She used to call them ninis. Doesn't yeah, call she, them that yeah. anymore, though, right? Yeah, she hasn't said that in a long time. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, I, I finished uh, the Howard the Duck comic that you gave me. Did you like it? Great, enjoyed it. It was it was an awesome. Do you think awesome I run. my my description was accurate as like low stakes fun? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like you never really felt like anyone was in danger, or if you thought that they were in danger, you knew that they were going to be okay. Yeah, and usually in some silly way too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was, it was super easy to read too. Like like when Aunt May robbed him at gunpoint, you're like, what's going <laughs> on here? But you weren't like that scared. No, I was very confused, yeah. and, and like I mean, we might have mentioned this in the previous previous episode, but just like the title uh, image that they had of her just pointing the gun like at the the reader in the panel was mm-hmm. quite a it was a shock, right? You're yeah. like, what? What's going on? It was a scary image to see Aunt May pointing a yeah. gun at you. Yeah. So no, I totally totally enjoyed it. Super easy read. Just uh, it was very like low stakes. After I just finished my uh, my Lord of the Rings uh, read for the first time, and after finishing Return of the King, that was like a really nice. <laughs> like low stakes mindless not really have to focus uh type of read that was going on so that was definitely enjoyable i'm glad to hear that yeah uh so chris we have some poll results to look at from Always our previous episode love those poll results that's right for our five-year anniversary we had ron swanson going up against wooden characters those wooden characters being groot from the mcu or his species which uh you know the uh, the flora colossus we had the fighting apple trees from the Wizard of Oz. We had an Ent from Lord of the Rings Middle Earth. And we had Pinocchio specifically from the Shrek franchise. And uh, currently we have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four polls um, where you could vote for who you think we would between those people. And right now the poll results are thus Ron Swanson versus a fighting apple tree. Ron Swanson is currently winning with 86% of the vote. Kind of surprised it's not higher, to be honest with you. But I mean, uh, you know, yes, got, got, takes an apple to the eye. Got a maybe couple I... people there. Uh, Ron Swanson versus the Flora Colossus, a.k.a. Groot. Uh, currently, it is uh, the Flora Colossus 57% to Ron Swanson's 43%. So that one's a little closer than the previous yeah, poll. Yeah, that, that also feels right to me. I think but, the fans got this one. Yeah. Uh, Ron Swanson versus an Ent. Uh, the Ent is winning 86%. Interesting. So that's the to, biggest lead to fourteen percent. So people to Ron think an, an Ent is more is stronger than Groot. Uh, apparently so. We should have done Ent versus Groot and really settled that debate. We have done that. Who won? Oh man, that was so long ago. <laughs> that was like early on. That was before we did like the the Google Sheet polls. I had to oh. look at that. That's when we did the Twitter polls. Uh, and the last poll is Ron Swanson versus Pinocchio from Shrek. Ron Swanson is currently winning sixty four percent to Pinocchio's thirty six percent. So. Uh, thank you for the people who took the time to vote for that. But before we move on, we do have some feedback from people who wrote in in the poll what they thought, additional information. Uh, someone wrote in saying, Ron Swanson would only lose to the Ents. The power gap is just too great. He wouldn't need to fight Groot or Pinocchio because they are both endless supplies of wood. He would just give them an axe as his wood providers. The wood, uh, excuse me, the Wizard of Oz trees are jobbers who would lose in an instant <laughs> to Ron's axe. What's a jobber? I'm not familiar with that term. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's like it's just a derogatory term saying they're like, they're just 
They're bombs. They're bombs. Okay. I do like that. Um, Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe do, it was a typo. I do like that the person wrote in saying that uh, he wouldn't need to fight Groot or Pinocchio because they're just both endless supplies of wood. Yeah, he and he would just them. give them jobs as yeah. his wood provider. So yeah. would they just like willingly cut their like, limbs well, off for them? Oh, uh, I don't know. Like, Pinocchio, I need you to give me a two by four. Yeah, we, we don't know if it's painful for Pinocchio to do <laughs> no, that. No, we don't know. Uh, let's see. Someone else wrote in saying, great, uh, great job, guys. Loved it. Been waiting for this for a long time. Congrats on the five years. Thank you very much. It's very nice of you for taking the time to write that in. Someone else wrote in saying, happy anniversary. Looking at the matches, no matter how you cut it, Ron Swanson wins. Instantly, he would defeat those pesky apple trees, sending Treebeard into sorrow. Uh, a weeping tree. Isn't that a willow? That's as unnecessary as the federal government. <laughs> Tom would calmly declare before beheading Treebeard with an axe or possibly his bare hands, I am Groot and I am Ron Swanson. I am Groot. After a couple of seconds, Ron decides this is a disgusting robot from the Disneyville uh, or Disney Town, whatever it's called. Hashtag I was Groot. He then looks down and sees Pinocchio. I'm a real boy. Ron furrows his brow. He says... Were you cursed by a witch? Never mind. Don't tell me. If it's like that Harry Potter child, I'll just get a headache and need some coffee. You can come home with me. End quote. So Ron wins, but Pinocchio gets adopted, possibly, maybe. I mean, Ron does have a heart in some instance. I'd love to see that Parks and Rec yeah. spinoff. Uh, someone else wrote in saying Pinocchio, two spear noses. Uh, someone else said from my favorite show, laughing emoji. I guess that favorite show would be Parks and Rec, I'm assuming, since the other ones were films. Uh, and then someone said, someone else wrote in saying, wood is cooler than flesh. And then someone else also wrote in saying, wood is better than idiots. Hmm. <laughs> Not to think there. Not sure about that. Uh, so there you go. So that's where the polls currently stand. Thank you for everyone who took the time to vote for those. If you have not voted yet, you can click on the link in our bio uh, or down in the show notes. You can also go to whowouldwincast.com slash vote. Click on the thumbnail for that episode, and you can submit your thoughts for who would win. Uh, before we move on, we do have a fictional background for a non-fictional review. Got a new review. Want me to read this one? You want yeah. to take it? Yeah, I'll just play the new review, the review song really quick. Great. Da, 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 da. Here's a review. Ba, ba, ba. That wasn't bad. I think you should remember that. Remember? I just played it. I have a clip. I played it on piano. Oh, got it. it was, your family's it, really good at coming up with uh, little jingles. What do you mean? Because the other day when uh, I was in the pool with Lucy, she wanted, or Chris's daughter, she wanted to go to the deep end. And she's like, she goes, deep end, deep end, doop, 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 doop. Like whenever she goes into the deep end, that's the first thing she huh. says. It's okay. like her little uh, introduction to going to the deep end. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. So thank you for that fictional review played on the piano there, Chris. Uh, this comes from listener Eastman418. Review is titled, Who Would Win is Amazing. And the review reads, now I know there are a lot of podcasts like this out there, but these guys do it really well. They are very funny and do it on their own time for fun. Five out of five would recommend. I really enjoy. And it's my favorite podcast of all time. Five stars. That's high praise. That's very high praise from uh, Mr. or Miss Eastman. Oh, I guess if it's Eastman, you could assume it's Mr. Eastman. 418. Well, you never know. You never know. That's true, too. Um, thank you so much, uh, Eastman418, for taking the time to leave us that review. We really appreciate that. I like to think they've listened to every podcast in the world and decided ours was the best. I would hope so, too. That's a big commitment, but not impossible. It's probably impossible. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for all the other languages. You'd have to learn so many languages. Maybe they've just listened to all the Who Would Win 
all the fictional character the fictional fight based char- podcasts. Correct, exactly. And that, hey, that's a good list to be on top of if we are. Oh, absolutely. I'll take that. That's yeah. all you can do, right? Be the best at what you do. If we win the best of the Who Would Win podcast, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's great. It's like a Highlander situation. When we defeat them, we cut their heads off and gain their power. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, the listener, we don't usually. It's kind of peek behind the curtains of how uh, fighting how things, fighting fictional character think, podcasts work. Exactly. Yes, that's the goal. That's the overall goal in the end. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris, you had some thoughts here for uh, Eastman four one eight. Yes. Some interesting ideas. Yeah. So uh, I was tempted to just go for Eastman the name, but then I thought maybe he's giving geographical based directions, he's saying "Go east, man." <laughs> so I checked four one eight east. Guess what? It's the area code for Quebec. In Canada. Oh, that's right. So if you if you go east, eventually, at one point in time, you will hit Quebec. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. Sure. <laughs> you can definitely go east and never reach Quebec. All right. If, if, <laughs> you know what I mean. If you go east. I mean, you can go east and get to Quebec. Yes, that's what I meant. Not saying if you go east. If anyone yeah. on this planet goes east, I mean, they will hit Quebec. I'm not go, saying that at all. You can go east and go anywhere, yes. though. Yes, yes. Unless you're like... On the North Pole. That is true. Then you can only go you south. You can only go south. And from the South Pole. Same thing only in reverse. Only go north. Exactly. Only go north. Right. That's a special case. That's true. Uh, but generally, anyway, Quebec's on the eastern side of Canada. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this person obviously is from Quebec. Uh, who could it be? Uh, I looked up people from Quebec, got a good list, and then I tried to link it to things in their review. And the one that popped up that I think it is, is William Shatner. William Shatner. I think William Shatner left this review. Go. And here's why. Go for it. There was a line in the review where he said something about um, listening. Well, can you? I need you to actually read it because I don't have it in front of me. He said it's something like. Sure thing. They say uh, there are a lot of podcasts like this out there. These guys do it really well. They are very funny. They do it on their own time. Five out of five would recommend. So I think it was the beginning part. There's a lot of podcasts like this out there because mm-hmm. I believe that if you were William Shatner, famous for playing Captain Kirk in Star Trek, you would be very uh, you you would be exposed a lot to the constant debate of Star Trek versus Star Wars, which Star Trek captain is the best, Captain Kirk versus Picard, or uh, who's the other captain? I forget his name. Captain Pike. Pike, right? Yeah. And There's other ones from the. There's newer so shows. many nerd debates spawned from from Star Trek or William Shatner that I feel like he's like constantly bombarded. So he needs to find podcasts to answer these questions for him so he doesn't have to worry like someone's like hey who would win in a fight captain picard or like a borg that also was trained by wharf within that sport where you use that cool like weapon thing i don't know what's called i'm sure the, the, the people star trek people do and uh he listens he finds a podcast for it and that's probably why how he found ours we didn't do that episode specifically no i made that one up but but we did do it we have done that's right captain kirk versus Han Solo. Han Solo. Two captains. That's right. So that might be the one that brought us in, and that might be the reason he said we're the best podcast ever. Because he listened to that episode. He's, it was about him. It was about him. He loved and, it. Yeah, we were probably and, complimentary. And he, he stuck around since then. <laughs> yep. And he and he's in. That's what I think. I think it's a good point. I think it's I think it's true. Thanks. I don't see why it can't be. We've had so many. This is nice to add to our list of famous listeners. Captain yeah. Kirk. Captain Kirk himself james tiberius he just turned we were saying this before we started recording he, he just turned 90 oh happy birthday happy belated birthday yeah so uh i think can I think you do me right. a favor sure can you read that review like william shatner oh gosh i could 
<laughs> I don't know if I could do them. Do you want me to try? It'll be bad. <laughs> I'd rather you I'd rather It'll you try. be real bad. Yeah. Now I know there are lots of podcasts like this out there, but these guys do it really well. They're very funny and do it on their own time for fun. Five out of five. Would recommend. I really enjoy. It's my favorite podcast of all time. Kirk out. See, I told you it was pretty bad, was, right? No, that was pretty good. That was much better than I would have done. <sighs> I've been on a big big uh, Sean Connery kick lately of talking like him, so I probably would have transitioned into a Sean Connery. It was hard not to, honestly, because I was making uh, I was looking up fish puns earlier, and <laughs> I, I made up this joke. Well, what would Sean Connery? How would you describe Sean Connery as a fish? Can you can you? Uh, I, I, me? Figure, I forget what the answer was. Oh, sophisticated. (laughs) (laughs) Got to send that one to Reader's Digest. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think that would be a good one. Oh, God. Well, thank you so much to Eastman418, a.k.a. Captain Kirk himself, William Shatner, for taking the time to leave us a a review. Chris, anything else you want to add before we get started? Uh, No, let's get get into this. All right, I love it. So please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Send us an email at whowincast at gmail.com, and consider checking out our website, whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps us spread the word about our show. And please remember what we said in our last episode. If you leave us a review, and if you can, please take a screenshot of it. Uh, post it in your social media, tag us in it because it's much easier for us to see it that way instead of me having to look at Apple Podcasts every couple weeks to see if people are uh, are leaving reviews. That way it's more up to date. Chris, what are we talking about today? Well, as everyone listening knows, it is Shark Week. That's right. Actually, Happy Shark Week. The and airing we- of this episode, Shark Week will just come to a close. But we're uh, recording this on Shark Week. Hope you had a great Shark Week. That's right. And if you're listening to this later and it's not Shark Week... Well, well, you missed Shark Week, but yeah. you still got this podcast still about got sharks. It. Yeah, you can listen to it whenever. It doesn't have to be Shark Week, but in honor of Shark Week, we're we're talking. So we got a we got a shark potluck episode. Yes, we're gonna combine or if you prefer a shark chum bucket luck <laughs> episode. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Yeah. That was good. That was good. <laughs> you think I write my jokes in advance for this podcast? <laughs> You're so show fresh to catch it. <laughs> So yeah, always love a potluck episode. Oh yeah, they're because the uh, I don't have to research anything, <laughs> and they, I think they're always funny. I think so too. Let's just really think on our feet more than we do. Uh, anyway. But actually, I did research some things because this I know, is you special. Were te- you were texting me things, and I was like, "Wow, he's actually researching this episode." <laughs> <laughs> this is a special episode because one of the one of the sides will always be a shark. Yes, a so random we- shark from a list we made up. Correct. Versus then a totally random. What we do for the normal potluck, which is use this card game called uh, Super Fights. Super Fights. Yes, and we're gonna pull cards out of that to go up against the 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 shark uh, chum bucket that we have uh, yeah. going on. Yeah, I noticed you only picked white cards. Are we not gonna use any of the modifiers? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Maybe I grab should. a handful. Yeah, I'll do the modifiers. What's the worst that I could actually happen? forgot about the modifiers? To be honest with you, we haven't done a ch- potluck in about a year or so. Has it been that long? I think it we has should been. do more because. Yeah. They're, it's they're so, easier to it's record. So much easier to record. We have to watch like five movies, like we did uh, a couple times. Um, now yeah, we've we get, never done that. Uh, or like last summer, maybe we did, two, we movies two movies at the most. Yeah. Um, before we get started, have you two and a half? Because we watched the the original. Uh, oh, we watched the original Wrath of the Titans, Wrath of the right? Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Yeah. That's right. 
Um, before we get started, have you done anything with Shark Week this week at all? Oh, it's boy. It's a little crazy week, um, but have you done anything with Shark Week? Not that I know of. Oh, wait. I saw an article on my phone about some shark that's being tracked off the coast of New Jersey. That was going to be my fun fact, so we'll save that for, oh, the, sorry. for the end. That's okay. That's I okay. sharked you. <laughs> Is that an expression people use? I sharked you? Yeah, to mean I kind of like snuck in and took it from you. Let's get it going. <laughs> I sharked you. Um, we, there was only one thing that I was interested in watching this Shark Week, and it was probably the least uh, informative thing on Shark Week. Hmm. And it was called The Real Sharknado with Tara Reed and Ian or Ian Zaring. You were telling me about this and it sounded fascinating. Yeah, so uh listeners of the show would know that Chris and myself are big fans of the film series Sharknado and we've we've had viewing parties uh for every single one. Except for the first except one. Except for the first one. Except yeah. for the first one. We've had viewing parties. And uh love it, love the series. It's super stupid, but just really, really eat it up. So they did this thing on Shark Week called the Real Sharknado where they looked into would it be possible to have a real Sharknado? Who, who looked into it? There was this guy, I forget who it was, but you could tell the guy was sitting there the whole time going, why did I go to school <laughs> to do this? He got on He got on Shark Week. That's the dream. So it was really, so I'm going to be honest with you. I DVR'd it and Allie and I watched half of it and we turned it off because it was so stupid even with tara reed there to carry oh, this she carry was the show? she was so bad it was <laughs> awful and so she was playing her sharknado character i think so which, which is not saying much but i was hoping you were gonna say that tara reed was the one who, who researched this and was telling you all the facts <laughs> so ian zaring and tara reed they were like full on believing that sharknados were real like they were are like sh- they like, are actors steve are you sure they weren't acting th- well the way they were talking as if the movies were like historical documents uh, and and the guy was like, you know, like, we're going to look into it and see how real it is. And the first thing they looked at was tiger sharks, because one of the uh, the big sharks that's in the movie are called tiger sharks. So Ian Ziring dove down with the researcher. Tara Reed stayed in a shark cage and tiger sharks came. Good for them. And the whole time their voices were ADR, but it was like scripted ADR. Like she'd be like, Ian, watch out. He'd be like, oh, it's coming near me. Watch out. I'm going to be okay. If it comes any closer, I'm going to punch it in the face. I wish I had my chainsaw. Like, it Ugh. was it was really not good. And they proved that, like, tiger sharks are not vicious unless, like, provoked kind of thing. Whereas in the Sharknado movies, yeah, they're just true machines. But, but can they get sucked up into a tornado? That's all I want to know. Well, all right. So then the second thing they looked at was if a big storm came, would sharks be towards the surface allowing them to be sucked up by a tornado or some sort of, you know. Like a cyclone. Exactly, yeah, correct. And they went out during a storm, and it showed that all the sharks went towards the bottom of the water so they wouldn't be towards the surface. Mm. Now, everyone listening, and you included right now, are probably like, but could a cyclone suck up a shark? I don't know if they if they tackled that because that's when Allie and I turned it off because okay. it was so stupid. Like, I hope they did what Mythbusters do, which is when they disprove it, they, they'd be like, what do we need to do to make this happen? <laughs> what can we do to make it happen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, um, th- this is the thing. Sh- the whole purpose of Shark Week is not to make people afraid of sharks. It's supposed to make people, you know, understand them, how they shouldn't be hunted and killed and, and those types of things. And this one was like, you, okay, cool. They're not as dangerous as Sharknado makes it seem. Or, oh, cool, they go down to the bottom. But I really didn't feel like it was being educational, especially because ian zaring and tara reed were being so stupid yeah even though you did learn that sharks swim away from storms 
That's true. They go deeper during storms. It's good to know. I thought it was interesting. So that means if you're ever in the ocean, there's a storm. Go stay, on, stay on the top. But also at the same time, you don't need to worry because if you leave them alone, they're not going to you know, go after you. Yeah. Same thing. So, anywho, that was my Shark Week uh, experience. Yeah, so um, who, who's the Shark Tanner guy? Anthony Ferrante? Yeah. Is that his name? The director, yeah. Uh, the director, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said he didn't make a movie this year? Yeah. That, I, that you could I, find? So every, usually every spring, I look on his Wikipedia or his IMDb to see if there's a new uh entry to his filmography and every spring i look forward to you telling me what it is so we can watch it right and he hasn't done one since 2019 because 2018 zombie one zombie tidal wave yeah because 2018 was the last sharknado 2019 was zombie tidal wave last year i didn't expect there to be one because of covid but then i thought all right he's got to come back in a big way somehow yeah he's had a couple years to think about a good idea but i haven't noticed anything yet maybe sci-fi is holding it up well he probably listens to our show so anthony make another movie Maybe maybe he left a whole a review in the future. Maybe he already has. Possibly. We just missed that one. So uh yeah, I mean if you if you're interested in Shark Week, you know, like like this show says, don't don't kill sharks, you know. They say that on the show? Well and like I feel like every Shark Week show they're always like you know, can't don't hunt them, don't kill them. They're you know, they, they there's this thing with sharks in pop culture that they're just mindless killing machines, mainly sure, probably because yeah. of Jaws and people are just terrified of them, you know. Uh, so anywho, that's my, I'll get off my, my soapbox. All right. So we got your fictional sharks. We got my, am I always going to do a shark? I thought can, so. Okay, sure. That'd be easier. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be less confused. Yeah, that's fine. So you got, you got your, your shark people. Okay. I have my super fight people and we're going to, we're going to go from there. So who is the first shark that you will be picking? Oh, okay. Uh, I am going to go with. Uh, the sharks from the movie Deep Blue Sea. Okay, tell the people about it. All right, so you fans of the show may remember we did an episode with Preacher from Deep Blue Sea, played by LL Cool J. A great character. He's a chef on a open ocean research rig, and um, they get they get in some trouble because they are they are making a I think like a cure for cancer or some type of disease that they're making from something that's in shark brains. But they need more of the material, so they're like, we'll make the shark brains bigger. And side effect from that, they made super smart sharks. So there's basically three Mako sharks that are super smart, and they want to escape from the research facility. So they are, they get up to some shenanigans, they start flooding the facility, they start eating people, and uh, they, uh, spoiler alert, they almost escape. They don't quite make it. One of them almost escapes, doesn't make it though. All right, so you got super intelligent sharks. Yes, yeah, so these are super intelligent mako sharks. Yes. And like to feast on humans. If it serves their their goals. Okay. They have they have wants and desires. These are, you know, these are thinking <laughs> sharks. All right, so we have the sharks from Deep Blue Sea, the intelligent sharks that have the enzyme or something in their brain, whatever yeah, it is. They got they can cure cancer and they have big brains. Okay. And for mine, I am choosing from my lovely stack of cards here. I have the Hulk. Oh, interesting. All right, I think this will be very interesting. So I have the Hulk, and should I go with the super fight power? Yeah. The, the, the I don't think here? the Hulk needs it, but just give him I don't something. think so either. I maybe hope it's not be, something that, like, hinders Maybe him. it'll be something. There are some bad ones. Right, there are. Like, if, if it's, it's really like, bad, If you it's can... like the Hulk, like, wearing oven mitts or something, it's going to really hold me back. If it's really bad, just edit it out and pretend you didn't pick it. Uh, ooh, all right, I'm going to take this one. Uh, armed with a portal gun. Ooh, that's useful. That's extremely useful. I don't think Hulk, unless you're 
Brain Hulk, was he Brainiac Hulk, Smart Hulk? Uh, Professor Hulk. Unless you're Professor Hulk, you might not know how to use it. Yeah, that's true. It just says Hulk. It doesn't even say the Incredible Hulk. It just literally says Hulk. Oh, so you could be anything. Yeah. But probably the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Could I say Professor Hulk or no? You could be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, you can say Professor Hulk if you want. All right, I'll go with Professor Hulk. Super Smart Hulk versus Super Smart Sharks. That's true. A battle of wits. Battle of wits going against them, except you can't communicate. As far as I know, here's what they, they do. First. Don't understand what you're saying. They push over a. Uh, they push over two glasses. They tell you one contains iocane powder and will kill you instantly upon drinking it. The other does not. You have to figure out which one to drink. That's a Princess Bride joke. You didn't. You look confused. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long uh, time. And there's something you have to like. There's something you would know. It was a battle which of wits, one, right? Well. I don't want to ruin it for you. Even I've seen the movie. I just forget it. They both had Iocane powder. He built up an immunity over time. Uh, <laughs> well, Hulk wouldn't play games. He would just like throw it. Hulk smash? He would Hulk smash. He would Even just throw Professor it against Hulk the wall. wouldn't want a battle of wits against three sharks? No, I don't think so. The sharks wouldn't really do that either. I was just kidding. <laughs> They'd just have their fins and like push over the, the... So here's what the sharks can do. They can work together. They're intelligent. Much like velociraptors in Jurassic Park. <laughs> um and so i think their biggest kind of resume item that they're putting at the top when they're applying for a job killed samuel l jackson that is a pretty big resume ate him one bite you know who else oh. has that on their resume the velociraptor from jurassic park <laughs> <laughs> wow so yeah that, that took this movie a deep blue sea took a lot of inspiration from jurassic park it's basically the shark version of jurassic park super they're, smart this facility is falling apart <laughs> like all is breaking down they're trying to escape as they're being hunted by the uh, animal. The former captive animals are now and out. And LL Cool J is in Jurassic Park. He is? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. All right. So that's a, pretty, that's a pretty good thing to have at the top of your resume. Sure. He's, he's not easy to kill. So I would say you may have killed Samuel Jackson, but I work alongside <laughs> Samuel Jackson as as the hulk because he is he is my uh my leader so i have my direction coming from him and if he's this super tough guy that he is and i'm not necessarily his protege but part of his squad it's pretty it's pretty good he knows what's going on he knows the tactics yeah i I like how samuel jackson's getting involved in this fight now you're you're like on the bottom he didn't even he didn't even recruit you in person right i mean you didn't even Uh, he did yeah he did send uh black widow to come and to come and get me that is true so you're probably like a little lower on his list but that was before you were professor hulk so maybe you moved up that is true we never get to see those two interact together when they're professor hulk true wow later on so, all right, but I do have my portal gun, which yeah, you, is, which is interesting how the portal gun... So, I would just use the portal gun just to get the sharks out of there. Because if uh, they're like a big... Out of where? Out of, like, if we're in the ship from Deep Blue Sea or something. Like, we're in, like, an Not area... Not a ship. It's a giant, semi-submerged research facility. My apologies. So, I would... I would uh, and it's, like, sinking. Or not sinking, but it's flooding. It's flooding. It's flooding. So, I would use the portal gun to get the sharks out of there. I wouldn't harm them because, as Professor Hulk, I know that sharks are necessary for the ecosystem. I don't want them Wait, to get hurt. are you going to be doing that this whole fight? You're not actually going to fight the sharks? You're going to give a PSA about not hurting sharks? <laughs> no. Um, no, could just, just having a portal gun. Like, I don't think... Like, Professor Hulk seems to be much more reserved than sure yeah regular hulk because like remember when they go back in time and they're at like new york yeah 
and they go to the sanctum whatever right and like remember before that captain america's like i need you to just like smash some things just to like oh yeah fit in you know and he's like and just throwing motorcycles and stuff yeah i do remember so that. i think he, as since he is a little more reserved he'd probably not try to like destroy the sharks on like especially because he has the portal gun if he didn't have the portal gun i think he would he'd have to fight them he would have to fight them interesting well so if we're really playing out the plot of deep blue sea if you let them escape they're like thanks man we're good we're gonna leave this is what we wanted oh yeah that's true i guess you're right because they're gonna be like we owe you we're not gonna fight you <laughs> then they both win yeah because then, 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 then i would just this. use the portal gun just to get out of there because the thing's flooding <laughs> well the thing's flooding right yeah like but also how does it so if it, it, it i don't know if this is a portal gun from the game portal but i think you have Wait, to what else would it be it's just a portal gun i understand yeah. like a generic term right so i i believe in that game you have to shoot where you want the second portal to be coming from like yeah you, have to you shoot, eventually shoot after you finish like the tutorial levels you get to make two you get to make like the enter and the exit, and the exit. so yeah. if you're in a research facility underwater i don't know though how hulk would be able to shoot his egress portal if he's under underwater, you know what I All mean. All right, here's what you do: uh, shoot your entrance portal right next to you. Point the uh, pulling out a window. Shoot your exit outside. Once you get outside, uh, put your entrance next to you again. Put your exit up as high as you can reach, so you uh, get higher up in the ocean. Boom, you're out. Just climb up. But am I? Is my is my? But the whole thing's underwater, so I'm shooting it out the window. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make your first shot out the window to get outside. Okay, and, and then I'm just shooting it up to just get, get up to the top. Uh, I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah, I feel like this one's kind of like a draw. Also, I if you were the Hulk, you could easily escape that facility. Like it was hard for the humans. Oh, he just yeah, he just punch, any any water that's flowing in that pressure, he would be able to withstand it and punch a hole. He could just swim out. Yeah. We've actually never seen the Hulk swim or how long he could hold his breath for. We haven't. I don't. At least I should say in film. I mean, I'm sure there's something in the comic books hmm, that, okay. that have to. I'm sure. I'm sure there's everything in that. There. There's probably a comic book where the Hulk fought three sharks. Probably. They've done everything. Probably. Now, if something happens to the portal gun, you bite the portal gun, it breaks apart. Now I have to, you know, I have to throw some fists. Could could in the open ocean three sharks beat the Incredible Hulk? Uh, <sighs> I don't know because the shark's weakness, famously, is being punched in the nose, and that's what the sharks. That's what the Hulk that's, is good that's at. What the Hulk is very good at. He's yeah, good at he punching. Could, exactly. Now, how would he do though, uh, fighting multiple? Because you said what there were like three. There's three. There's three, and they can coordinate their attacks. Because he only has smart. two. He only has two hands. If he's punching, <laughs> right. he's punching two. One, a, one comes at him. Kind of a kind of a pincer maneuver. Come at you from two sides. The other one comes from behind. Right. They're going to probably be a better swimmer than you. They're going to be better swimmer. Would the Hulk? Yeah. Does the Hulk just sink? I mean. Can he tread? I think he can swim. He can swim a little bit. Yeah. Uh, how? Another question. Like we said, how hold can he? How long can he hold his breath for? I mean, his, his lungs are probably huge. Yeah, he can probably hold his breath, for a, hold his breath for a while. Uh, yeah. Mm. Also, if you had the portal gun and you wanted to defeat them, you could just portal them out out of the water. They would die. <laughs> but that's not the message. That's not the message. So, uh, yeah. If you have a if you have a find yourself with a portal gun <laughs> facing a shark. The shark's more afraid of you than you are of it. Don't don't portal gun the shark out of the ocean. There you go. Do you think the sharks would be like, oh my god, what is this thing, and just swim away? Like they wouldn't want to even like fight the whole. Well, thing. that could be your argument. This if whole we want to stay like super close to the movie, I think the sharks' really main goal is just to escape. They don't even care what they have to do. Like if they have to eat somebody, they'll do it. But if they can just get out, they're like, fine, I'll just leave. Do you remember how that movie ends? Have you seen it? There's no. there so they they've killed the two sharks. One day the preacher <laughs> locks it in the oven 
and then cooks it. Turns the oven on. Another one, the the girl, wait, he gets an entire shark in the oven. Sure does. Is it a big oven? Yeah, it's, well, it's like it's an like, industrial. Yeah, it's okay. a huge oven. Yeah, it's like think of like a like a big pizza oven or something. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, he's hiding in it, and then the shark like bites his way in, and then he like climbs to a different oven and climbs out and shuts it. Anyway, I think that's what happens anyway. And then the other shark gets electrocuted. So there's one left. He makes it to the top. He's swimming away. And there's this crazy scene where uh, is it Thomas Jane, who's the Punisher? In the Netflix ones? No, the old movie. Oh, the, the old ones? I don't know. Isn't it? Wasn't it like Thomas Jane? Might be. Is that an actor's name? <laughs> I'm sure. Oh. You go on the SAG, I'm sure I there's... know you know this guy. How would I know this guy? I think I've talked to you, but never mind. doesn't matter. Uh, let's just say it's him. He He's like the kind of the protagonist of this movie. There's also a main like female lead because she's the scientist. Anyway, they do like like literally like an underwater face-off and he does, the shark swims at him and he, he does like a backflip underwater... <laughs> To climb on top, to grab the shark's top fin and, like, ride it. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then, uh, I think Preacher, uh, LL Cool J, shoots it with a harpoon. And then they, like, electrify the harpoon and the shark blows up. And that's, that's the end. It's kind of Jaws-like, getting something inside the shark and then and then blowing it up. Or Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't think the... I mean, Professor Hulk, I don't know if he would think that way, but... Yeah, I don't think that strategy would work... Can he? I don't know how he does an underwater backflips. <laughs> we don't know how he does anything. The shark wasn't no. ready for that. The shark right. did not expect it. The shark tried to grab him because I think recently or like earlier in the movie, the shark had eaten someone in a very similar way. They were like facing off, and the shark just like grabbed him. And like, uh, I'm gonna call him Thomas Jane. I don't remember if that was really him or not. It's something like that. Anyway, he like remembers. He's like, okay, you can see him thinking in his head. I gotta dodge this bite. I'll do the. I'll do a backflip underwater. <laughs> I'll show you the scene later. It's really good. We're going to have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, is there anything else you want to add for this one? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so Professor Hulk with an armed, well, armed with a portal gun going up against the super smart sharks from Deep Blue Sea. Yes. All right. I like it. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Who are you going to go second? All right. I'm going to go with um, – Dr. Evil's sharks with frickin' laser beams on their heads. <laughs> Attached to their heads. <laughs> they, ha- they have to be sharks with laser beams on their heads. Yes, absolutely. Frickin' laser beams. Frickin' laser beams. Wait, was it frickin' sharks? Or fr- I think it was frickin' All laser I beams. All I want is sharks with frickin' laser yeah, beams attached to their heads. Yes. Uh, all right, so... Let's stick to your Sean Connery impression. <laughs> I just want sharks with frickin' <laughs> laser beams attached to their heads. Perfect. <laughs> Rest in peace. All right, so I am choosing from my... List of things here. Okay, a wizard. A wizard. A wizard. That's very vague. Oh, that, I was just thinking. There's so many different types of wizards. Are That's you right. a Harry Potter wizard? Are you a Gandalf wizard? Um, Are you a Radagast wizard? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't want to hurt the sharks. So I'm not going to be a Radagast. He'd be like a wizard. shark whisperer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But he would. My sharks are evil. I don't. I forgot to mention that they're evil sharks. I don't think he cares. But the, these sharks. Won't I think he would. What he would try to do. I'm not picking Radagast, but <laughs> I think Radagast would try to like turn them good. All I think right. that's what he would do. Uh, I'm just gonna go like a stereotypical like Merlin. Like yeah, just just has magic powers. Do you have a magic staff? I would say he has a magic staff. Do you have a beard? Uh, they have a beard. They have a like pointy hat. Do you have a cloak? Uh, there's a that's horrible there's, for swimming. There's You're a cloak. Be in big trouble. That's underwater. fine. I'll do it. Um, and you can uh, start on land, like you don't have to be underwater. Well, I'm gonna have to go out there eventually. Maybe you can just like go out on a rock and just blast them. Oh yeah, that's true. All right, let me see what my um, my additional superpower or hindrance is gonna be. It is. 
<laughs> I am a wizard that shoots laughing gas. But that's not like all you can do, right? I hope not. <laughs> I hope I could do more than that. I don't know if that would even work on sharks. To shark, which the sharks laugh. I mean, they're not going to, they just, they breathe in the ocean. I don't think the gas is going to get to them. Oh, good point. All right. Well, I guess I can't do anything with my shoes. I mean, maybe gas. you can mix it in the ocean and eventually enough of it will make them like. Well, sharks, correct me if I'm wrong. And I, I don't want to, I hope I don't sound like an idiot right now, but don't they just, they do breathe the oxygens in that's in the water though, yeah. right? Their, their gills just filter it out. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a way that I could use my magical powers to uh, get the laughing gas somehow in the water yeah you have to a get way. a high enough concentration in the ocean that they're going to be breathing yeah it needs to be in that area yes it's, exactly i don't know you might want to just go with your other wizard spells and save the laughing I, gas for like that, yeah that fighting. might just be like a hey i'm going to try this experiment that i've always <laughs> been wanting to see if i could get enough of a, of a maybe, gas maybe you could use the laughing gas to steal like a fisherman's boat or something <laughs> to get out there yeah there you go all right so so i'm on this uh the, the seaside area you know maybe like a main or something like that and uh, I need, yeah, I know that there's these sharks out there causing havoc. So I want to get my boat, this boat. And the guy's like, "No, you can't have the." Or it's Sean Connery, and he's like, "No, you can't have this boat." And I'm like, "Oh, sir, let me." You're laughing gas, and then he's like, "Ha ha ha ha! Go ahead, Trebek, take the boat." And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to give away that you're a wizard. That's no. going to set off all kinds Absolutely. of alarms. Right, exactly. So then I take the boat, I, I drive over, and now I see all these sharks with freaking laser beams. Mm-hmm. It's freaking, atta- by the way. Sorry, freaking yeah. laser beams attached to their heads. It's important. So this is going to be, this and is they're interesting. Evil. And they're evil, right? Because, all right, so you got the laser beams. The sharks can choose when to shoot the laser beams, <laughs> or do they randomly shoot the laser How? beams? So. Just logistically, how would that even work? Are the sharks smart enough to somehow trigger the laser beam? I don't. I, it's it's unclear. So he never. Doc, so uh, I should have said <laughs> this is from Austin Powers. <laughs> Doctor Evil is the antagonist slash of I don't know antagonist. Uh, I think the third one. He's like a pro. Yeah, he's like an anti. Anyway, he's the yeah. bad guy kind of in Austin Powers. Yeah, and he requests um, as a, a any good Bond villain would request a a, a pool of sharks. Right, but just playing sharks aren't good enough he wants freaking laser beams on their heads and he wants them to be evil and the, his henchmen are unable to pull it off i think they can only get him piranhas with laser beams uh, no he does get sharks eventually he does in a later movie maybe? yeah because um i think it's it might be the third one because i think that's when seth green who plays his son scotty like he wants to take over the family business yeah and he's like trying to show his dad like how evil he can be and they pull back the whatever it is the floor and there's sh- and he's like shot you got me sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads yeah that like, sounds yes, familiar dad. yeah i think in the first movie where he requested I think it is they like, don't get sharks yeah it is something so else. that makes yeah. sense they're like they couldn't get it so well, did they have laser beams on their heads later in the third one yes were the lasers just randomly shooting did they I, ever show the laser shooting they do show the laser shooting and if i'm not mistaken i think one just shoots like a guy in the crotch and then he like <laughs> i think he falls into the, the the pool of sharks classic austin power yeah show. exactly so Here's the possibilities that I'm thinking off the top of my head. Best case for the sharks, it's some type of mind control laser that the shark can will it to shoot when it wants to. Okay. Then it can have some agency over its laser. I'm curious how good sharks... So the, since the the, the freaking laser beam is attached to their heads, I feel like, A, they need to be out of the water to shoot it. Why? I, I, sorry. I'm just thinking of that's what they did in Awesome Power. Oh, you they did? Yeah, you don't see them under the water. Their heads uh, are out of the water. Secondly... 
I guess they have to be able to see out of the water. So they yeah, they have to they have to directing, see their target, right? Exactly. They uh, some, somewhat in the vicinity of their target they need to be looking at in order for the, the freaking laser. Yeah, to I don't fire. think sharks can really see out of the water. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how well they could see in the water. Like, well, they are. I mean, they, they are have hunters, to, right? So they have right. to have like decent vision. Uh, I mean, I think they like definitely see movement well, but they also sometimes think a guy on a surfboard's a seal. I've heard. Yes, I have heard that too. So they can't they can't be great. <laughs> they, they do miss it. It's not perfect occasionally, vision. right? But uh is a wizard, you're going to be in your robes, you're going to look like a big fat seal. Yes, well yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true cuz I'm trying to stay out of the water as much as possible, yeah, but should. if I get in but the water But if I can somehow, only shoot my laser out of the water, then that's then you're in laser beam area to, uh danger. Yeah. So, yeah, you're shooting the laser beams. And that's only my best case scenario for the laser, to be fair. Like a mind control laser, which might not be possible. Right. Worst case, it either shoots randomly or all the time, which would just be horrible. <laughs> if it's just shooting all the time, just like a constant laser, like kind of like, like Superman's heat vision is just coming out and they're just moving their head around. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty devastating. Like, that, I mean, like that puts cyclops. a hole in my boat. Laser puts a hole in my boat instantly. It, there's a way higher chance that the one shark just kills all the other sharks. You know, they just would kill each other. <laughs> That could be my end game. I'm just waiting for like them to be one shark. You could left. like comically stand in between two sharks and let them like bump into, each, like, shoot the lasers <laughs> at each other. You know? Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. I um, I'm sure I could conduct some kind of like spell that creates like some kind of like a mirror esque type of thing to have the laser. You sure you could do that? Reflect. I mean, I'm sure. I, I love the confidence that. that you know all your wizard spells. <laughs> like, I'm sure he has this spell. I'm still trying to level up my my D and D wizard. I'm trying to get to that point where I can. do Oh that. yeah, what level is your wizard? Six D two. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's from 1 to 20. No, 6 I'm... isn't great. You probably can't use very good spells. Uh, I've been wanting to play D&D with you like, for the past like <laughs> three summers, and we still have yet to do it. Oh, well, I hope you play a wizard, a level 62 wizard. <laughs> that can create mirror, uh, that can block lasers from sharks on them. I think that's a, I think you can get that spell. I'm, um, what do you think I'd have to roll in order to have that happen? Uh, how many sharks? Uh, five, I'd say. I'd make that. A, I'd make that a difficult roll. Make that a difficult roll. Yeah, to get that one to to block the lasers of five sharks. You know, Chris, we're gonna go live. Uh, Wait, what are you doing? I'm gonna pull up a twenty die on on Google. All right, this is. Uh, All right, what I, do I, what, you're you're the uh, you're the dungeon master. Oh, uh, fifteen. I have you to roll, roll 15. a fifteen or higher. All right, to block their. You ready? I'm gonna yeah. roll it. Yeah. Is that. Uh, all right, I got a seven. I thought it says 18. Did no, you roll it again? No, well, I, I hit it again just because I was curious. Because I hit it twice and it said 7 both times. Oh, gotcha. So I was curious if there was something wrong. But I got 7 okay. twice and then an 18. Oof. All right, so I got a 7. Man, so close. Darn it. Darn it. Make, really voters, make sure you take that into account that Steve didn't roll high <laughs> enough to block all yeah. the lasers. <laughs> I could block all the lasers. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if... Uh, I mean, I would assume a wizard has some kind of uh, telekinesis spells that he could that he could move things, move, sure. the, move the lasers off their heads. Yeah, if Ma- I can Mage get control hand. of one, what's that? Mage hand. <laughs> would I have to that's, roll for that? That's to a D and D spell. What do I have to roll for that to happen? Oh, uh, that's a cantrip. You can do that uh, whenever you want. Oh, perfect, great. So I'm going to use my mage hand, and I'm going to get control of one of the lasers. Now I'm going to use it against you. I'm going to be shooting the, the, the. So many D and D facts. Now I'm curious. Wait, if... you're going to grab the laser? So that's if... that's smart. That's smart. So I'm curious though, if I had the laser. Since it's a, a a freaking laser beam attached to their heads, would I have to attach it to my head in order to get it to work? It depends how I, it works. Can I just hold it? Well, if it's if it's tied to the shark's thoughts, then he you can't use it. Only that shark can fire it. What, what if, if it's attached shark... to just the wearer's thoughts? Then then you're good, right? 
or so if I there's just, a little button. Right. So what I guess I, there's no button, though, because how's a shark going to hit it? Well, that's what I was going to say. I kind of gave the best case telekinesis laser, worst case random laser. Middle case is, like, the shark has to kind of, like, flap his fin to hit it. Like, use his little flipper and, like, hit a button on his on his tummy or something. Maybe his tail. Maybe when he, like, shakes his tail a certain way, it shoots a laser. Man, if I could get a laser beam attached to my head as a wizard, I think... Cause it'd, it'd be, like, rigged up with, like, strings and stuff. So you could probably figure it out. You just, like, pull the right wire and you shoot a laser. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a good call, wizard. Just steal the laser. Yeah, you just get one of the lasers and then I would just go for it. Yeah. I really don't think can't think of anything else that I would I would add on to that. I mean, I rolled a seven, so I mean, I really don't have any more. Uh... You can't use the mirror. spell. No, I can't use the mirror spell, so that's out. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to add for this one? Uh, <laughs> no. I, I mean, a Doctor Evil would probably be watching this fight, cheering on his sharks, and he'd be very upset if you stole one of their lasers. Right, oh yeah, he'd be like, I didn't know they could do that. Um, the big, yeah. that was my best. Big granddaddy shark too. In fairness, uh, the shark? sharks with laser yeah, beams on their heads is a bad Bruce. idea. Yeah, the mechanic like, shark. Yeah. To expect a shark to have a control over that laser. No, I think it's just called the shark. They're just okay. they're just not equipped yeah, to to shoot to a laser. It. I'm going to call him not something. Jaws. Kind of the only that's, idea yeah, that's but I yeah. named him after Jaws from I get James it in Bond. a comedy set, <laughs> but in a wizard battle, not his mouth. Not not his mouth. Okay. Wow, that's an interesting. All right. So his jaws must be as powerful as Jaws. Yeah, he can bite through anything. Bite through anything. Okay, fair enough. Sharks have a lot of have very powerful jaws. They do. I learned that on Shark Week. See? Informative. All right, and I am choosing a rhinoceros. Okay. Oof. Wow, this is like two real animals. Because I picked like the most true-to-life shark, and you have an animal. So to peel back the curtain a little bit, when we were, I, I was really thinking hard for this Shark Week episode. Like I couldn't really, really think of anything because I'm like, we did we did Shark Boy versus King Shark. We've like done a, a bunch ago. of sharks. We have done a bunch. There's of sharks. just not that many fictional sharks. No, there's not. So then, have you ever seen the movie The Other Guys? Yeah. So there's a scene in that movie where he's talking about a lion fighting. I thought it was a shark, but then I watched it and it's a tuna. Oh, it's it was a big a tuna. tuna. I thought it was a shark. Yeah, because it was a really. It was he has like the two the, the lions like use some crude like underwater breathing apparatus yeah like, yeah longer time so yeah, then that ins- very... so that inspired me to think like oh well maybe we could do something like similar to that and that kind of reminds me of this you have rhinoceros it could be the lion going against jaws the shark going up against uh it's a great a tuna, point which can be interesting now let me give my rhinoceros powers i'm really hoping there's like a breathing apparatus <laughs> in this deck because that could really help me well, out maybe the sharks will be the aggressor maybe they'll have to get on land that's true they're going uh, that would probably work for our next our next shark probably better but <laughs> all right i have uh i have a, uh, a rhinoceros that sprays neurotoxin oh I don't know how he sprays it or she sprays it. I don't know how they spray it. Spray bottle. <laughs> a rhinoceros <laughs> spray bottle. However you want. It can be on their head and that they can control it telepathically. I'm going to say it comes out of their horn. Oh, I was hoping for that. Yeah, I'm going to say it comes out of their horn. And, ooh, I can also, like, inject it if I stab with yeah, my horn. Like, it goes, like, into the bloodstream. That's that's, that's cool. With. That's cool. <laughs> All right. So, so your shark, Jaws, he doesn't have a problem going near shallow waters. He's fine. Because he takes that kid out. I don't want to just sound very, you know, brush that kid aside, but, you know, takes that kid out pretty easily. And he was very close to the shore. Yeah. That, yeah, he, that was like yeah. shallow water. And then they're also in that uh, that shallow area. I think they're in the bay when uh, Brody's kid's in his boat. 
And then, is that in the sex in the sequel? No, that's in the first. That's one in the first too. one. Yeah, I remember. Didn't you watch like every Jaws when we did like our mm, Chief Brody episode? I think you watched a bunch. I think just two of them. Did you? Okay. They get kind of goofy after that. Maybe I did watch another one. There's like because they were like Jaws 3D. There's like a Sea which World is one. Pretty bad. I think yeah. that's Jaws 3D. Okay. That one's pretty bad. And there's Jaws the Revenge. I think that's the one with Michael Maybe I Kane. watched the first three. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. So, all right. Well, that, that kind of works out for me. So if you're in the shallow water, I see you as a threat to my to my area. Sure, yeah, to your area. So, Rhinos are classically afraid of sharks in their territory. No, just I, I think just any territory. Like being <laughs> like, like territorial. Like, you know, like if you but had generally. Another... The ocean is not a rhino's territory. Oh, I'm just talking about like uh, you know we see we see something going on and it's pretty close to their to their sure. land. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to check it out. They're concerned. You're 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 eating a lot of the fish that they maybe uh, try to eat sometimes. Rhinos because rhinos fish. are notoriously known for for going in the ocean and eating fish. So I don't know enough to refute that. Maybe oh, rhinos eat fish sometimes. I'm, I'm making that off the top of my head. Maybe they kind of spear it with their torn. If I had to guess, I would say they don't. Me too. <laughs> but <laughs> are rhinos um, like exclusively native to Africa? Do you know? Ooh, if I had to guess, I would say yes. Maybe there's like some South American rhinos. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't either. But I don't but really I, know. But I mean, also trying to think of like any like Asian rhinoceroses. I don't, Maybe. I, don't I mean, think so. sure. Why not? I'm sure. just wondering if rhinos can swim. Have we ever seen a rhino swim? I don't know. I, I remember hearing this when I was a kid, and I don't know if this is true. I remember being told if it has four legs, it can swim. I don't know how true that is. I don't think that's true. Because I don't think even I don't think hippos can swim. I think they just kind of bounce. No, along they the they no, they definitely swim. Steve, I've been to the. I know you guys go to the, the aquarium, aquarium like all the three time. times. I know. I know. There's a whole fact about hippos, and it says that they can't swim. I'm pretty sure. Gonna, Go ahead. You can you can live, gonna, live fact check me. Well, I really should look up can rhinoceros swim. We'll do the hippo there. one first just to see if I remember. And you're also fact checking the uh, they love water. The Camden Adventure Aquarium. Hippos right spend 16 hours a day submerged in rivers. Uh, are graceful in water. They're good swimmers and can hold their breath underwater for up to five minutes. So hippos can swim. Yes, they can. All right, let me look up rhinoceroses swim. Can they swim? Rhinoceros. Likes to swim and can dive underwater for food. What? Uh, that is specifically the greater one-horned rhino, but yes. Crazy. Yes. Rhinos can swim and they can dive underwater for food. Um, I'll be right back. i got to call the uh, the aquarium. Go for it. <laughs> you should be that guy, that uh, the um actually guy, that challenges them next time you're there. Or you're just gonna have to double check and read and see if that's exactly I, what it's. I like. I don't fully uh, believe your 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 Google result. No, there was another one. It was actually a chat. I'll forum. have to dig deeper. I'll check the sources. There's a chat forum where it says rhinos cannot swim, and then it goes, um, actually, they can swim. Wow, what? You're you're quoting chat forums at me? This is on ScientificAmerican.com. It's a blog. So the chat box at the bottom of a blog is your source right now? Or maybe they're just doing, like, uh, FAQs, and they're trying to uh, answer them. Okay, so you saw. So let's say rhinos can swim, though. That's um, cool. That's perfect. And they can hold their breath. Yeah, it says, a few sources say rhinos cannot swim. It is not true. They can, um, as can other mammals, pigs, camels, giraffes. So maybe it's mammals. Maybe all mammals can swim. Maybe that's an elephant. I don't think an elephant can swim. No, I think an animal can swim. Um... <laughs> Yeah, they can swim. Oh, man. 
man, Steve, there's going to be a, a marine biologist listening to this episode. You're going to you're going to sound so silly. What am I going to have to roll in order for a, a rhino to swim? Uh, I don't I don't want to make it up. I want to do some more research. I'm going to. What, when's this episode released? I'm going to drive to the aquarium before it does and uh, take a picture and put it on Instagram. Next time you're there, send it to me. Because I know you guys got like the annual pass. So I know you guys are going to make full uh, full use of it. Yeah, I've, I've, without a doubt, I will send it to you. Good, 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 good. Anyway, rhinos can swim. Sharks can't walk on land. I'm pretty confident of that fact. Yes. So if we're going to fight, probably in the shallow water, right? Yes. Where you're, where you're looking for fish? Yeah. How's a rhino catch a fish? That's ridiculous. They must be the dumbest fish. Can't see a rhino coming. Unless they just stand still and then they uh, just close yeah. their mouth as what it's coming towards them. What I was is like they stand at a river when the salmon are swimming upstream <laughs> and just, goes and right just like mouth. let them spear on their, on oh. their horn. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they use their horn to, to spear them. No, I, just think it's I don't difficult. either. It'd be, it's, I think it'd look cool though. So I think a shark, those sharks do go in shallow waters. Now Jaws, Jaws is a really big, great white shark. I think he would have a hard time though navigating like quick moves in shallow water. Yeah, definitely not, not a lot of room to move. Right, and that'd be tough. Getting, rhinos are very big. Getting stuck thick, in the sand, thick skin. Rhinos, thick skin. Right, because you're gonna have to be biting at them. I mean, that's all you can really that's do. All I got. And then I'm just gonna be, yeah, using my horn. So this shark is really big, right? This shark is a very big shark. Yeah, I'm picturing the end when he's like eating the boat. He, I mean, you know, when he's on right, the boat. Right. He's like. Mm. Is he almost as wide as the boat? Well, roughly, I can't remember half the half the width of the boat. He, His he, mouth is covering up a large area. Of yeah, the boat. yeah, I'd say he's probably about half the boat. So he may be able to get his mouth around like a in terms leg. of width, yeah, or length. Yes. Yeah. Wait, I was going width, but like his mouth doesn't yeah. matter. Okay. A shark potentially could get his mouth around the about a rhinoceros's leg, right? Yeah, I'd like say a big so. shark. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. How how heavy is a rhino? Does it say on that? I'm sure it does. I see you're looking up uh, madeuprhinofacts.com. Is it on there? <laughs> uh, let's see if I can find weight. Are they over 1,000 pounds? They probably are, right? 1,000 uh, pounds? I would say at least 1,000 pounds. Uh, Maybe a, a big the one. The white rhinoceros is 5,100 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Indian rhinoceros, boom, there you go, knowing that they're in uh, Asia, uh, 5,000 pounds. The black rhinoceros is an average from 1,800 to 3,100 pounds. So let's just say average 2,000 pounds. Wow, that's so big. Yeah, Wait, and how much does a shark weigh? I would say about 1,000 pounds. We're really hitting good facts today. Uh, I would say, let's see, I would guess 1,000 pounds. We got um, Did you 1,200 to 2,400 pounds. All right, so on the high end, so, we're close so, to a rhino. So we could say 1,500 pounds average. Yeah. So rhino's a little bigger. Yes. But a shark has evolved to just eat things with its mouth. That's all he does. And he, sharks, sharks have also been around much longer than rhinoceroses have. Like they say that sharks have been around for millions and millions of years. Mm-hmm. So they might have just genetically more experience that have passed down through generation. You know, parents teaching children how to fight. Eventually, maybe one of the shark's great grandfathers fought another rhino, and he tells uh, a story tells a every story. Thanksgiving. Every th- He's like, "Grandpa, tell us about the rhino." That's where you get the, sh- the song "Baby Shark." <laughs> Because there's the grandpa shark. That's what we should have done. We should have done baby shark as one of the sharks. I thought about it. Yeah. But like. Make who... it really appealing to the, 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 gen, the general audience. <laughs> go for the, the under three crowd. Yeah, exactly. You know. But then we'd also have the baby shark would probably lose to every fight because of the baby. <laughs> 
well, no, he just swims away. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. That's what they do in the song. Uh, all right. The fish swim away from the shark. The oh, shark yeah, that's there. right. It's, then they're, they're safe it's really a sad song if you think about it. It's either about fish getting eaten by the sharks or the fish escaping and the sharks don't have food and are hungry. I would say it's also just showing how bad this family is at catching fish because they bring in everybody. Sure They do. bring in mommy, daddy, three grandma. Generations. Three generations of sharks to try to catch these fish, and none of them can do it. The grandparents are probably super hungry. They're old. They just want to eat. The parents are trying to provide for their young, but also for their their parents. And then the kids are like, this is what we're supposed to do, right? This it's is what we're told. It's a tough situation. Yeah. Anyway, back to rhinoceros and sharks. Oh. I I don't know if a, if a shark could just bite a rhinoceros. I think they're too big. I, I mean, you may, I mean, if you bite their leg. Yeah. You could do that. And then... You're going to smell the blood, and I feel like it's just going to get you going. Oh, yeah, bloodlust. You know? It's just, just going to be a frenzy. It's going to wake you up, right? Now, I still have my, my neurotoxin spray. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Or my, the neurotoxin that's in my horn that I established. So, really, you just need one good horn shot. So, one horn shot right... I'd probably go, like, right for the gills, because that's, like, already uh, an Well, if open you have area. your neurotoxin, you just need to get it in, and then anywhere it'll infect me, right? Yeah. Like we well, you know, we talked about our our, uh, our previous wizard who was able to get gas in the water. So if we've lived in a universe where we've been able to establish that, maybe these neurotoxin could also be uh, implanted in the water too, and you breathe it in first, which would be pretty uh, helpful for me. But yeah, I don't know what these neurotoxins I, would do. I think would they you gotta you? get it in their blood. I don't think they got it. I don't. Think, okay. I don't know if ingesting will be enough. So would these neurotoxins get you under my control? Would they knock you out? I guess it's kind of up to my interpretation, right? I think it is. How? What kind of a neurotoxin would a rhino make? Uh, I would. Ooh, I don't know. How, if it's like mind control, how long does it work for? Because then I could use it you to like fend off from other sharks who may try to come back for like revenge, mm-hmm. which is like the fourth Jaws movie. You know, sure. Jaws of Revenge. All about sharks are all about revenge, right? Uh, ooh. Uh, what about the the Rhino character from the Spider Man movies? What would he be doing it using it for? Uh, oh, is that Paul would, Giamatti? Yeah, it is. He would probably be using that to he would in, he would bring the shark on land and try to have him like help him rob banks. Okay, that's what he would do. Is that rhinoceros guy? <laughs> So you're all about the mind control neurotoxins. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's useful. It's a good thing. Yeah, because you're a good uh, resource to have. I don't want to. I don't want to lose yep. that. Yep. I'm just going to keep you under mind control for for the rest of your life. Oh. And every every now and then, when you start to like zone out of it, I'd have to like nick you real quick. You pick. Ow! What was that? Oh no! What's my next mission? And then you you'd have to do it. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking there. I think, I think with the neurotoxins, it's going to be hard for you to bite them much heavier, a rhino. Yeah, without the neurotoxin, I think it's much closer to a stalemate. But the neurotoxin could uh, could swing it in your favor. I think so. All right, last one. Sure. All right. Do you remember who you're picking for this one? I'm choosing the land shark. The land shark. Are you talking about the drink? No, not the alcoholic beverage. I'm talking about the 1975 SNL skit. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, so for this, those who who aren't aware, so this is like when Jaws was super hot and SNL in the seventies was also. Super I'm going to call it the golden age of SNL, but I don't know if that's accurate. But uh, I think a lot of people would agree. Um, they had a sketch where Chevy Chase uh, wore a shark costume, but that's not that important to the sketch. And he would uh, trick um, people into opening their doors, and then he would eat them. And then uh, John Belushi and uh, Dan Aykroyd were. <laughs> Characters very similar to 
Quinn, Quinn and, and Brody, Brody from yeah. Jaws, and they were investigating the killings. And the shark will knock on the door and say things like, Telegram! Uh, plumber! To get them to open their door. Where they would say land shark, like that one woman. One time, the shark went for the old reverse psychology and said, land shark! And the woman was like, ha, ah, that's just my Larry playing a joke. Right. And then she got eaten by a shark. Yeah. All right, so land shark, uh, individual, a shark that can walk on land, essentially. Yes. And seems to be very hard to track. Very clever. Very clever. All right. Okay, it's going to be interesting. Let's see. Let's see. I am choosing for my card of tricks here. Oh, God. I got Forrest Gump. <laughs> All right. Oh, All that's right. that's a bummer for you. He's too nice. He's too friendly. He's You're going to get tricked so easily. <laughs> well, I do have one thing that I can do. Okay, let's see what you get. All right, let's see what my magic uh, ability or disadvantage is going to be. My card is... This could have been better for any other thing. <laughs> I can take the form of anything water-based. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. So I could become a shark. So does, or, water, does or, water-based mean things that are composed of water or ooh. things that are in the water? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be creative here. That's more that's more interesting because if you could just be water based things, you could like turn into like so, latex paint. So I'm kind of th- <laughs> I'm kind of thinking of. Um, are you familiar with the movie The Abyss? It's like a, a little James, bit. James Cameron movie. Yeah. There's like a famous scene like there's this like water thing. It's kind of like looks like just a- so the viewers, the listeners, know, Steve's <laughs> doing a kind of a waving motion with his arm. Uh, I would say serpent like weaving through yeah, the that's air. That's kind of it's like a water serpent. You ever seen? Do you know what that's an is? animal? No, it's like. Uh, the only scene I remember from that, because it like freaked me out when I was a younger kid, is where they put on those dive suits and then they have to breathe in the like oxygenated liquid, and they're like, "You used to breathe liquid before you were born, or whatever," and then they breathe it in. It freaked me out. The idea of breathing in a liquid. Okay. Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about? Kind of. <laughs> when they have to go super deep, they have to do that. It's like it's 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 this thing right here. It's like. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that thing. That's so, that's actually has a really good history in CGI. It's one of the yeah, first like right, right. CGI like so things. W- wouldn't you call it like a water servant? Uh, <laughs> right? But then sure, it takes sure. but then it takes a face. Yeah, then it does a face. So I would be like that, but then I could be Forrest Gump's face. Uh Okay, so yeah, yeah. So you could have described it as It's like a water tentacle. How about that? Yes, yeah, sure. Is that, is that better? Kind of looks like the 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 bad guy from Terminator 2. Yeah, like the T one thousand in his liquid in his liquid form. Wait, yeah, so that's exactly. what you want to do? You want to turn into a a water forest gum? Like a like a like a water tentacle, like that's how I can get around. Okay. And then I could take the form of like forest gum. Alright. Wait. Like like okay. his like yeah. Like like that thing shows like a face and it's gotcha, gotcha, face. gotcha. Interesting fact about that scene. Uh they didn't even know if they were gonna be able to do it like technically. So they wrote the scene in a way that it could be cut out if they had to. That sounds classic James Cameron. Like who knows if we can do it? Let's shoot it, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, along the way. give them credit for just trying to push the. Oh, envelope. absolutely, yeah. I think yeah, they were like they like invented things to do that scene. It's probably more facts. You know why I know this? Because uh, they talked about it on that YouTube channel I like, uh, VFX Artist React. Oh yes, they did that scene, and it was really cool. Yeah, but anyway, back to this fight. So why are you turning into Liquid Tom Hanks or Liquid Forrest Gump? Because this is my my, my curious thing. If he's a land shark, mm-hmm. it seems like he might not like the water. Why be on the, why, the why be on the land? Uh, he, he does seem to prefer it. I agree. You know, so I'm hoping that um, 
you know, by, by doing that, it might, might scare him off a little bit. Also, too, the land shark, the land shark's MO is knock on a door. And not just knock on any door. He specifically targets single women in apartments. Well, that's he's not going to target Tom, Tom Hanks then. Uh, but here's for, the for Gump. Unless Gen- he targets Jenny. Jenny. Jenny might be in trouble. Yeah, so if he targets Jenny, uh, he's going to, the water thing's going to, I guess I can't say he's not going to, he can't run because he's a water thing. So he's not going to be able to like, run over. <laughs> well, water can run, Steve. Oh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> so let's say he's in Jenny's apartment, okay? Sure, okay. Maybe the, the door's knocking, yeah. right? And it, it's yeah, and the shark knocks. And shark something like, so, we're from Vietnam Fund Memorial Fund. It's Lieutenant Dan. Well, the the shark wouldn't know Lieutenant Dan. He just... Oh, yeah, that's he true. He would just make up something. Yeah. But he also knows that that would... All right, all guns. right. I made it for my joke, but so, I'm not going to be like... I'm not going to pretend I know you. So Forrest Gump, first of all, why didn't anybody have the uh, the peepholes on their door in this SNL? Because it ruins the it sketch. It just ruins the sketch. Yeah. So I think what Forrest Gump would do, uh, he would. Well, uh, he just stands off to the side, or he had a hat on. <laughs> I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say he would use uh, his like water tentacle to like go through like the lock of the door. Does he do that like, for everyone who knocks on the door? Uh, maybe if he's a little suspicious. You know? Yeah. So in the in the world of land shark sketch, there it was like an epidemic of crime. So single women were afraid in their apartments. They were listening to the news and they were afraid. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it was it was just going on everywhere. Um. So I think he would do that because he would want to be able to see what's on the outside, and then he would say, "Jenny, don't open the door," because that's 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 the key right there. That it's is the moment the you open the door. Weakness. So how about this? Let's say. Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump, does open the door first. He goes, Jenny, let me open the door first. You know, what she's going to have a hard time doing because she's like a strong, independent woman. She's not going to want Forrest to open the door for her. Mm -hmm. She's going to want to open it herself. So maybe they get into a little argument, but he's like, no, Jenny, let me do it. He opens the door. He goes in for the bite, but it's water. It's not causing any damage, you know? Okay. But we never get to see, would the land shark then run into the apartment and try to go after Jenny after like missing by biting a water person? I don't know. I, I suspect they only had the top half of a shark costume, so they couldn't show anything <laughs> else. So it's unclear. That is true, too. I think the shark, the land shark might be surprised to just chomp a bunch of water and run away. Yeah, I think that would definitely throw him off. I mean, Forrest Gump has military training. <laughs> yeah, he does. You know, so, I mean, I don't know what he, you know, he's can't really throw like punches or anything like that because it's just going to splash against right you're just going to be spraying me with water right exactly you can't hold a gun if the land shark is on land because he can't live in the water you could like drown him yeah he might not have gills or or if his gills just take the oxygen the physiology is unclear yeah you're not really i need to to tell you two more land shark facts to consider for this battle that you didn't see in the clip you saw they were in other clips yes so uh remember how many of the victims were listening to the radio yes at one point the the radio announcer is is talking about the land shark and saying the now the what will the best thing to to stop the land shark and then before he can finish he's eaten by the land shark and then the The reporter is yeah and then the land shark gets on and finishes his sentence by saying, <laughs> invite him in and offer him some, like, Oreos and tea or whatever. <laughs> do you think Far- Do you think Forrest Gump or Jenny would fall for that, the uh, the shark on the radio trick? Uh, I think possibly, because Forrest Gump is very simple-minded. He's and trusting. He's very trusting. Jenny has taken a lot of uh, hallucinogenic drugs in her time. Mm-hmm. She may be consuming drugs those when she's with Forrest or she may be, uh, you know, uh, 
relapsing or overdose, whatever it might be. Uh, I think Forrest Gump uh, may invite them in for some chocolate. You know, he, oh, he does, offer a box of chocolates. He does like sharing his chocolates. He could say, and then the shark might, the land shark might say something along the lines of, you know, my mom always said the ocean was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, which I think is very uh, poetic in that, in that rhyme to the Forrest Gump callback quote. Uh, I, I could see Forrest doing that. You know, he's a very welcoming guy. So the land shark has one other power I need to tell you about. The land shark can break the fourth wall. Oh boy! In the at the end of the sketch I saw, uh, there's a voice off camera calling "cut" for the scene. It's running too long, but it's the land shark tricking the actors so then <laughs> the land shark can eat John Belushi. Oh my god! That's or pretty... the, I forget who he eats, but anyway, right. he eats one of them. Oh my gosh, that's pretty good. So yeah. the land shark is not an actor. The land shark Ooh. is. Ooh, is playing uh, a long game here to convince them that the cameras are no longer rolling and he's going to go after them. Uh, right? I guess that's one way to interpret that it. That's pretty mischievous. I don't know how that would apply to this fight, though. Unless the land shark would, would edit the podcast to make himself win. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Right now, there's going to be an edit, and it's just the land shark coming in saying, "Nope, it's done." But I got him. I got him. All right. So land shark knocking on doors, trying to invite himself in. Forrest Gump very trusting, but also a little cautious. You know, you, not really sure. You've got the worst possible character for this battle. Yeah, I did have the other ones. Pull back the curtain a little bit. The other ones that were in this card were uh, in this deck: zombie, giant squid, Pikachu, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, would that would have been a great. That would have been a really good one for for Land So Shark. they they do frequently call the Land Shark clever in the in the sketch, but he's not really that clever. He's right. just randomly saying things to try to get in. Yeah, I think I think Sherlock Holmes would meet with uh, uh, what's his. Uh, the guy from Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd, and uh, John Belushi, and to try to really crack the case. He would he would crack it so fast. He'd be like, "I've deduced the land shark is Chevy Chase." <laughs> Elementary. Elementary, my dear Watson. Uh, yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add for that one? Uh, no. It's no. a pretty funny sketch if you no. have never seen the land shark sketch before. I'll put a, I'll put a link for it down in the show notes. I'll be honest. Uh, when I was doing my research, it did come up a lot as a suggested fictional shark. Uh, Mine too. I, didn't, I didn't watch it until until right when you uh, when you came over. Um, all right, so um, we got those four fights with the four different sharks from pop culture. I wish you got Pikachu too. Pikachu would have been interesting because of uh, just electricity yeah. going up against water uh, water power. Oh, we could have done a Pokemon shark. Sharp, uh, there's shark, Sharpedo or Sharpedo, something. Sharpedo, something like that. Something like that. A little tease into next week's episode if people want to guess what might be coming out next week. Hmm pokemon related um uh all right so chris is there anything you would like to add before we start wrapping up today i know I, you said you had a couple i do i want to give you a list of dangerous fictional sharks so uh this website uh decider decider.com tried to uh make a countdown the most dangerous fictional shark of all time they have a top 10 list so their least dangerous fish, fictional shark is the cartoon shark jabberjaw from the 1976 cartoon Jabberjaw, same okay. name, and uh, it was about an anthropomorphic shark that played in a band with kids, and they uh, take would take on bad guys, a la Scooby Doo. It was like 
the Scooby Doo with if Scooby Doo was a shark that played drums. Then uh, go, going uh, slightly more dangerous, Lenny from Shark Tale, the yep. vegetarian shark. You were talking about. Then the Street Sharks from the '90s show Street Sharks. Oh, um, I love that. They were they were radical. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to tell you this. I think I should, uh, I'm going to I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, please tell me. The character of Jabberjaw is in the new Space Jam movie. What? Sorry, I'm just looking at I'm on, I'm on his Wikipedia and under other appearances it says Jabberjaw appears in the upcoming Space Jam a new legacy. Well, I, w- I would have never recognized him unless I learned it from this. Yeah. So we're going to have to keep our eye out cuz we're we're planning on watching that tomorrow. So Yeah, I was going to say at the end um maybe future episode based on the new Space Jam movie. Space Jam sounds really I am expect I have such low expectations, I can't wait. Oh, me too. Yes. I'm okay. going to have to consume something to really help me get through that movie. So after the uh, the Street Sharks, we got the Mechanical Shark from Bob's Burgers. Oh yeah, I there's saw, yeah. one episode of Bob's Burgers called The Deepening, where a Mechanical Shark shark goes on a rampage. It's a prop shark, and it terrorizes <laughs> everyone, just like in funny ways. And it uh, is eventually stopped, but uh, you'll have to watch to see how. Then we're on to uh, middle middle of the list. We have Bruce from Finding Nemo. Yeah, I, I, I think he's very. He could be very dangerous. Yeah, if if, if he gets that blood. One drop of him. blood and he goes crazy. He just goes nuts, yeah. He's pretty scary looking too. They gave him a giant mouth. Oh, and his eyes go black, like full people dilated. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the next one on the list is the Dharma Shark from Lost. I saw that on the list too. <laughs> That's only in it for like a second I know. Though, I There's thought. like one scene where... Right. There's just a shark yeah. with the Dharma Initiative logo just like <laughs> printed on the side of it or uh, like burned in the side of it. I don't Did know. Did you know the show, uh, they had a nickname for that shark? No, what was it called? Edward James Sharkington. Great. Yeah. Great. I'm sure they planned that out. Uh, next on the list, the Mega Shark from Mega Shark vs. Giant, Giant Octopus. Octopus. That was something you and I kind of talked about, but we didn't know what we could do. Cause they're just yeah, it's just big a big shark. shark. I know. It's like, I, I think the plot of that film is like melting polar ice, like unleashed these ancient warriors. <laughs> these they ancient were like, beasts. they were basically like frozen in a fight with each other. Right. And they, and they have and to they gotta finish fight off more. where they started. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those like kind of uh, I don't know like direct to DVD movies. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, know. it's part of the Asylum, the same company. Studio. Oh, it is. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it yeah, was. Yeah, the same Asylum. studio that made the Sharknado movies. All right, next on the list, uh, number three now, is Jaws from the movie Jaws. I'd say Jaws is quite quite fierce. Yeah, he was he was a scary shark. Yeah, definitely made a, a lot of people afraid to go in the water. Oh, absolutely. Uh, next, the Mako shark from Deep Blue Sea. Oh. So the two of these came up on the podcast, right? And what they have as their top most dangerous shark, the land shark from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> he does seem to have as many kills as Jaws. Yeah, he, he eats a lot of people. I'm surprised the sharks with freaking la- freaking laser beams attached to their heads isn't on that. list. I was disappointed to see that as. I'm well. going to be honest though; I completely forgot about those when you texted me that before you came over. I thought, genius, totally forgot about. Them. Well, I forgot. That they didn't, that they actually became, oh, that actually used them. Actually I thought, real ones. I only remembered the scene where they couldn't get real sharks right. and they got piranhas. Right, yeah. And I think he even says something like, are they evil piranhas? <laughs> I forget. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then what I, what I want to end with here is, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier in the episode. When I sharked you. Uh, when you sharked me. That's right. Uh, Chris and I, we live on the Jersey Shore, a stone throw away from, from the ocean. So we're at the beach quite a lot uh, during the summertime. And uh, there is a 1,400-pound great white shark uh, being tracked along the Jersey Shore. 
It's named uh, is Breton, and it's 13 feet 3 inches, and it was last pinged about uh, about 12 miles off the coast of New Jersey. So that that's the thing when 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 you when people see this in the news, they go, "Oh my God!" It's like right, like they think about the shark and jaws that it's at the sand level, you know, where like kids are swimming. When in reality, it's twelve miles off. It's it's quite a it's far distance. Far. It's pretty far off, exactly. Um, in in the article that I was reading earlier, they did mention. Do you remember Mary Lee or um, the the other shark the other that shark. was getting tracked? Yeah, yep, I do. Yeah. Um, so uh, her ping device. Uh, Bro, it's out of electricity. It ran out of power. Oh, so they haven't, anywhere. They, they haven't tracked her for about three years. They have no idea where she is. Um, but she was like a 50-odd-year-old great white. She was huge. And um, so this, it sounds like, is the new one that they're going uh, to be pinging uh, for a while. So they tagged, they tagged Breton in September of 2020 uh, up near uh, Nova Scotia. And he's named after Cape Breton, where he was originally uh, tagged in that area. And uh, they saw him moving north in June, and he's just been traveling off the coast of uh, New Jersey. He pinged five times off the coast of Cape May uh, just this past Monday, uh, which is not far from where we live. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Mary Lee, she was 3,400 pounds. Mary Lee was 3,400 pounds. This one is 1,400 pounds. So Mary wow. Lee was twice the size of this one. She was she was huge. Um, but yeah, like I said, her ping uh, expired in 2017. So it's been about four years since they knew where uh, where Mary Lee was. So uh, since we live in in a shore area, are you are you afraid of does that stuff bother it, you? Does that do you think doesn't of that? usually cross my mind when I'm yeah I'm more. I don't like, I don't love the fact that when you're in the ocean, at least in a lot of the beaches around here, you can't like see too far. And it's not like to say that the water's like dirty around here. It's just more that there's just more there's of enough, sedimentary. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, just like light sediments. There's enough rivers that come out of New Jersey that Dump it's not, sand it's not dirt. calm and clear enough to be clear of Correct. clear water. So, Correct. so you can't, you can't see too far. And I don't, I don't love that feeling. Like yeah. even just a step, like. I step on a shell all the time, and I'm like, I step on a crab. A crab got me. Oh no! I'm right. like, wait, it's just a shell. Right. So, I like I like the beach though in the ocean. It, sharks generally aren't on my mind. No, none of my. I, I think if I was out more in the water, like if I was far out and I was swimming, I think they would be on my mind. But being where we, you know, you're just standing yeah. like six feet in the water or something like that, like that doesn't really cross my mind at all. But I do feel bad for those people who who saw Jaws back, you know, almost fifty years ago, and since then they're just like, nope, not not doing it. But so we hope everybody, you know, enjoyed your Shark Week or enjoying your summer, whatever you uh, you do to enjoy it. Um, this is going to be an interesting poll. We'll have four polls uh, in the in the show notes, or excuse me, one link in the show notes for the poll. There'll be four polls in that link where you can vote for who you think would win. Uh, so we have, we'll go through it real quick. We'll do a quick quick review. We have the Hulk armed with a portal gun going up against the smart sharks from Deep from Blue Deep Sea. Blue sea yep. We have a wizard uh, shooting laughing gas going up against the sharks with... Freaking laser beams. Attached the to their heads. Thank you. Uh, we have a rhinoceros that sprays neurotoxin going up against Bruce... <laughs> the jaws. Jaws. Yeah, Jaws, Jaws. And lastly, we have uh, Forrest Gump, uh, who can take the form of anything water-based, 
going up against the land shark the from land SNL. Shark from SNL. Saturday Night Live. If uh, we didn't mention that. Yes, played by you said Chevy Chase, right? I'm pretty sure it was Chevy Chase. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Awesome. Uh, all right. So, Chris, anything else you want to add before we head out today? Uh, no, 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 thanks. Awesome. Cool. Absolutely. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. Like we said, that link will be in the show notes, or you can head to whowouldwin.com slash vote. Uh, you can click on that thumbnail right there so you can cast your vote and who you think would win. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, whowouldwincast.com. Subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Win Cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. You know, I have one simple request. And that is to have sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. <laughs>